We hope you enjoyed this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Hallelujah. Well, what an what a, uh, amazing um, presence of God this morning. Uh, just uh, amazing expectation of faith in this room. And, you know, that, that comes because we choose to stand. We, it comes because we choose to honour God. It comes because we, we choose to get out of our circumstance and lift up the name of Jesus. And I really believe this morning that uh, the, the Lord's going to stir, stir you to believe even more. Who, who, who loves uh, believing and, and trusting Jesus? Uh, I, I do. And then I have to, like, um, do it. Anyone else? Um, and so, so that's good. But I, I believe that God wants to just increase um, your expectation. Um, I live with uh, one wife and three children. I never, no, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, um, anyway. Jesus, we thank you for this morning. We thank you, God, for joy. Uh, we thank you, Lord, that at this time of year we celebrate joy because uh, you've, you came into this world uh, over a, thousand, a couple of thousand years ago. Uh, and Lord, we know we can have joy because of who you are in our lives. And we pray for one another this morning that that joy would overflow. Uh, for any person that is not currently joyful, uh, Lord, would you fill them uh, of joy right now, I pray in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray this morning that, Lord, as, as, as I just share some thoughts and, and I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would stir us, you would, you would reveal yourself to us this morning. You would do something in our heart and in our, in our expectation because, Lord, uh, you are our God. There is none like you. There is no one higher. There, Lord, everyone is, everything is under your feet. And Lord, we give you all the honour. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So I, I um, have a beautiful wife and three beautiful children. I started again. <laughs> um, and like the conversation, the ages that, the, that my children are at right now, the conversation has started, um, Dad, would, would you rather be, uh, would you rather fly or be elastic? Elastic Man or something like that, because Incredibles 2's come out. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of, lot of uh, like, competition. I don't know about you. Maybe you could ask your neighbour that question right now. Would you rather fly or be elastic? Uh, I said to my son, I'd rather fly. But then my son said, I'd rather be elastic, because then you could stretch yourself back and then fly. <laughs> so he could do both things anyway. Uh, you know, would you rather be invisible or, uh, you know, be able to um, see through uh, walls? You know, things like that. You know, it's just, just things that are just crazy, right? Because here's the thing I want to tell you now. None of you are going to be elastic. I don't know. Maybe there is some sort of, um, but some of you might be bendy and flexible, but no one's going to be able to stretch your arm from here to the wall. And if they do, there's something drastically wrong. Um, if you're flying, you will land. And you were probably not flying, you were falling. 
Um, so there's a lot of things that we cannot do as humans, right? Um, uh, we can fly with aids, right? We can fly with a with a, a one of those flying machines, planes, <laughs> a plane. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, you know they're very important. They help us fly, um, but we can't fly on our own. I mean, I think it's pretty cool that you can have one of those bat suits type thing and you can fall and glide. That, I mean, that's that's amazing stuff. I'm not ever going to do that. Um, and you've got to be crazy person to do that. But um, I like watching it on TV. That's all good. Uh, but there's there's just things that are like and the impossible, right? There's the impossible, but but when I was growing up as a as a young kid, I I loved basketball and I loved uh, um, Michael Jordan, and uh, he's a great basketball player. But uh, then 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 as I was growing up, there was this movie that came out, and it was called Space Jam. All right, <laughs> all the Space Jam fans. Um, but there was there was a there was a song that came with Space Jam written by R. Kelly. Anyone out there? I believe I can fly. And it's a great song. You know, I believe I can touch the sky. I'm not going to sing it this morning. I mean, anything is impossible, but not right now. Um, but but there's, I really believe today, just going into the end of the year, the Lord wants to again, just, just put that phrase in your heart, that phrase in your spirit. Uh, it might not end with fly, but I believe it starts with, I believe I can, and then dot, dot, dot. But, but here's the thing is, um, you know, we, we started the year with that as well, didn't we? Or some of you may have. Or, um, you know, one of the things that Desiree and I like doing is we start talking about our goals. Anyone t- likes talking about their goals for the year? And all that, um, Desiree tried to start this conversation last week in the car driving home. I just said, I don't care about next year yet. <laughs> I don't want to think about anything else, but that's okay. She's not here. She's out of Mosgiel. So I can say whatever I want to say. <laughs> um, but, but, but it's good. It's good to have goals, isn't it? It's good to have vision. Without vision, people perish. So we don't want to wander. We don't want to just want, go around. We want to be purposeful with everything that God's given us, our time and all that. But, but, but I, 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 don't, I don't, you know, a goal. Pay off the mortgage. <laughs> boring goal. It's a good goal. But boring goal. Um... <laughs> See, I told you I can say anything I want because Desiree's not here. Um, but it is a good goal, right? It's a good goal to pay off the mortgage. But, and I believe God can do that. But what about, what about goals that are, are just, I believe I can fly? Like, oh, Pastor, well, you're talking about the impossible here. Well, well, well what is faith then? Well, what is faith? Faith is actually believing in the impossible. Faith is trusting God. Faith is believing. You know, you have faith to pay off your mortgage as well. That's a good. That's a good goal, and you do need faith for that. And you're trusting God and all that sort of stuff. But, but what if what if we went into the Christmas holidays, not just going, but going into the holidays just with a purpose. And with a, with a faith that's been stirred up to go, you know what, I can, I can believe that I can fly again. I, I can believe for that breakthrough. I can believe for that impossibility. I can believe for my, my workmate to come along next weekend to the Christmas Spectacular. Yeah. 
right? Because we've got those flyers, those nice, pretty red flyers. They're useless if you don't give them to someone and invite them. Uh, you know, I want to encourage you. I've got, I've got a number of people that I'm praying for right now. And I've, I've even bought a bottle of wine. Yes, a bottle of wine. And I'm wrapping, I'm putting the invitation in the little nice clear plastic bag because I got it gift wrapped. And, uh, and I'm going to give it to them. Say, hey, Merry Christmas. But by the way, uh, we've got a thing coming up on ch- at church this coming weekend. Hey, I'd love you to come along. But uh, if you don't come along, that's cool. Enjoy, celebrate over Christmas, have a good time. Now, that, that, that's just, just a way that I'm trying to think about ways that I can, I can invite people along. And I'm really believing that, 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 that just from the generosity of buying a small little gift, but then the invitation that they might come along and, and just the environment and the presence of God could captivate their heart. And then they'd go into Christmas for the first time knowing Jesus, not just as a, as a, as a picture on a, on a card or, or walking past a, a shop window every you know, nativity scene, but something, knowing Jesus in their heart and in their spirit. Because I just believe that God can do this. And we live in a world that we, we, we've believed and we've done things, but then we, we, we come to the end of the year and, and the I believe I can dot, dot, dot is still I believe I can not, not, not. Or I believe that's not going to come true. Or man, I've, I'm, I've given up on that now. Or, or that's not going to happen. Oh, well, I'm just going to leave it in God's hands. Now, now I understand that frustration. I understand that um, the, the, the world that we live in and the devil tries to steal, kill, and destroy. He tries to steal your hope. He, he tries to knock back your faith. He, and, you know, even this morning in, in communion and prayer meeting, Tammy was talking about the parable of the seed and the sower. And, and, and actually one of those seeds that gets stolen It's not that there isn't anything wrong with the seed. It's just that it's been stolen. There's people sitting in this room this morning that that you've you've written down, I believe, dot, dot, dot. But then then that's been stolen from the enemy. I want to tell you this morning that God's not, not, He's taking it back and He's putting it back in your heart. And there's promises of God that are yes and amen. And that going into the end of this year, you can believe for God to do even more. It's not like, oh, yes, I can have a holiday. I just need a rest. And yes, you do need a rest. But rest in the faith of God. Rest in the promise of God Almighty. Rest in the, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so what we've believed for before, come on, we can continue to believe for it again. Um, But could we believe for things that we have never seen before? Things that we've never seen before. We've never seen uh, a revival of, of, of 20 to 50 people getting saved on a Sunday. I've never seen that. But could we believe for that? Could, could we believe for that? Well, how that, how's that going to happen? It's going to happen by every person just getting into the world, inviting people along the church being relational, being friendly, being nice, bringing them, like coming to a place where they may even go to your e-group first and get to know people. And then there's a place where people are just reaching out and believing. And, and then, then even as we come together on a Sunday, 
And we invite people to know Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. It takes you and it takes me and it takes an invitation. But could we believe for God to do that? Could we believe for the impossible? Could, could we believe actually, I mean, we say it, but could we actually believe to use the stadium? Could we? I, I, I don't know about that. That's like, that's, would you rather be elastic or fly? Would you rather use the stadium or the Edgar Centre? Just, just throwing it out there. You know, Edgar Centre, a little bit warmer, I'm not sure. Parking's terrible, especially if futsal's on. <laughs> and so uh, as, as I just shared this morning, I, I believe the Lord wants to put uh, an impossibility in, into your spirit. Because nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible. And, and I believe God wants to do that in you. Um, and it's by faith. It's by faith. And in Hebrews chapter 11, it's the faith chapter, but I actually, I don't want to start at the beginning. I want to start halfway through uh, the passage and it says, you know, it starts at the beginning by faith. These people earned a good reputation. It talks about what they did and all that. But I, I want to pick it up in, in, in chapter 13 through to 34 and, 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 and follow me here. And so Hebrews chapter 11, verses 13 to 34, it says this. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it uh, from a distance and welcomed it. Welcomed it. Um, I'll, I'll read it and then we'll come back to it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who, who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. Uh, if they hadn't, had longed for a country they came from, they could have gone back. Uh, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared a city for them, because there's a promise of God. Verse 17, it was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. Verse 19, Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life again and, and again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead. It was by faith that Isaac promised blessings for the future, um, to his sons, Jacob and Esau. It was by faith that Jacob, when he was old and dying, blessed each of, his, each of Joseph's sons and, and bowed in worship as he leaned on his staff. It was by faith that Joseph, when he was uh, about to die, said confidently that the people of Israel would leave Egypt. He even commended them to take his bones with them when they left. Verse 23, a little bit more. It was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an unusual child and they were not afraid to disobey the king's command. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of the Pharaoh's daughter. 
He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasure of Egypt. For he was looking ahead to his great reward. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on on, on the one who is invisible. Verse 28, keep going. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorposts so that the angel of death would not kill their first sons, firstborn sons. It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. It was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. How much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jepheth, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weaknesses was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Amen. 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 It's by faith. And, and I, love, I do love Hebrews 11 because it just goes through and it talks about a whole lot of people who just stood out by faith, who just stood up. You know, I reckon one day someone might write a, 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 an account of every person in this room. It was by faith that this person did this. It was by faith that that person did that. You know, but I want to stir your heart and say, come on, by faith, I believe I can fly again. If you've had a year that you've, you've pushed in and you've had to hold on and, and you know, you, you've even felt like you've tried to fly but then fallen flat or the devil's come and smacked you in the face and, and you've fallen flat and, and things have just not gone the way that you've believed them to go. But, but you're carrying now a disappointment. You're, you're carrying now a, a hurt. You're, you're carrying now pain. You're, you're even unsure. Did God even say that. Well, I want to tell you, it's by faith we get back up. It's by faith again we go again. And, and so I want to share a few things just from this passage and another passage in a moment and just encourage you to come on. I believe I can fly out of your If you're taking notes this morning, I want you to write down, I believe I can, dot, 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 and then leave a big gap. Leave a big gap. Because later on, I want you to write some stuff down. I want you to believe and go again. Um, you know, by faith, Abraham reasoned that, uh, that, that even if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life again. Could we get to that point like Abraham? You've been given a promise from God. And as I said last week, a promise from God, it was impossible Abraham and Sarah, it was impossible to conceive. They were past the age, they were old, nothing worked. We can talk about it as we're adults. Everyone's real serious, right? But here's the thing, isn't that's impossible, right? 
It's impossible. Nothing, nothing naturally is working. But God came through in it. God came through in it. This is an impossibility. But God still did a miracle. And, and, and I just want to encourage us to say, come on, even in the impossible, God can do a miracle. Like I, this morning, right? This morning, if, if you're, I don't, I'm not expecting that people watch me, but I was sitting on the front row and I was like, hmm, I actually just want to take a photo. I, I want to take a photo of Brigida. And, and I was like, because this is, this is like, no one has a serious brain surgery. And, and then it's back up here like three months, four months. Something like that. Uh, and his worship leading again and like, woo, you know. That, I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, and, it, and it's not because, I mean, she is awesome. Let's be nice. Um, but, but the grace of God is awesome. But the grace of God is awesome. You know, and, and just, even other people have gone through things this year which like well, this this is not normal it's, was, uh, you know, if it wasn't if it was someone who didn't have faith and and I'm not you know I'm not uh, careful but uh, but when you trust God and you when we pray and we believe God will answer prayer God will answer prayer somehow or another Abraham he reasoned somehow well I got no idea what you're doing here, God. I'm about to kill my son that you promised, and he's going to be the answer to the, you know, to the the nations. And, and but oh well, even if oh well, God, you've got a plan. And when we get to that impossibility of faith, we can actually start reasoning with faith. Because Abraham was reasoning with faith here. He wasn't reasoning from a human point of view. He was reasoning with faith. Now, I believe there's people in this room, even though you've gone through stuff, there's gone through situations, you've got to start now a reasoning again with faith. Just like Abraham did. Wow, God, I'm not sure how this is going to happen. I've trusted you before. And, and in a year later, yes, we had a son, but now you're really messing with me here. But look, I'm going to reason with faith and I'm going to trust you in this. And then again, we see what happens. God, the angel of the Lord comes and intervenes. Um, it, was, it was by faith that even Joseph, Joseph had a promise that he'd see the, the children of Israel go back to the promised land. He was so fixated on this promise and he knew that it was going to happen, but he didn't see it happen. But he knew it was going to happen so much that he made them promise to take these bones with them, with them. Now that's someone who's holding on. I believe I will be back in the land where I came from. And, and I wonder if we can start believing with that promise, believing what God has for you and for me this morning. He knew that he would inherit the promise from God, even though he didn't get to see it. He knew that one day he'd be back in it. And I believe that's for us. I mean, maybe some of you are here this morning, you haven't seen everything that God has for you. It doesn't mean it's not alive. It doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. And what can we hold on to? Um, I like in verse 24 with Moses. Um, he, he chose, 
He chose to live. Uh, um, let's just read it. Uh, he chose to share, verse 25, uh, the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He, he thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasure of Egypt for he was looking ahead to the great reward. He was looking ahead, looking ahead. Sometimes we've got to get our eyes off the now. Now it might be rubbish. Now it might be I'm still frustrated or I'm still believing or I haven't seen the answer. But continue looking ahead. Continue looking ahead for the great reward. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. Moses kept his eyes on God. You get to the end of this year and you're like, oh, not sure about these things. Maybe it's a moment just to keep our eyes on God again. Maybe it's a time to reflect. Maybe it's a time just to go, all right, God, I'm going to reason with faith. I'm not going to reason with human understanding. I'm going to reason with faith. It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. Anyone feel like they're in mud? Anyone feel like they're walking in quicksand? Now again, I want to stir your heart. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ. Keep your eyes fixed on the future promise. Just like the Israelites, they've kept their eyes fixed on the one who was invisible and they walked through on dry ground. Dry ground. Um, by faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, verse 33, ruled with justice and received what God had promised them. Come on, by faith. I want to I just pause on this one a little bit. Why? Because every person in this room, if you've asked Jesus to be your Lord and Saviour, you carry the power of the, Holy, of the Holy Spirit. You carry the power of the Holy Spirit. And so as you carry the power of the Holy Spirit, and as we know that, and there's power in the name of Jesus, every single person in this room, they have the ability to um, overthrow kingdoms and, and to rule with justice and to receive what God has promised you. You've got the ability, but now it's to stir and, 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 and grow our faith individually, corporately, and also mine, that to, to believe, all right, God, I'm not sure how this is gonna happen, but I'm gonna continue to grow. I'm gonna continue to believe. I'm gonna, but I know, Lord, by the Word of God that you've given us the ability, you've given me, you've given you as an individual person, the ability to overthrow rulers and kingdoms. We're talking about obviously here in the spiritual realm. See, going into next year, finishing off this year, even if you haven't seen everything that God has for you, maybe this morning there'll be something that lights in your spirit that says, you know what, by greater is He that lives in me than he that lives in the world. And I've got faith to believe to overthrow rulers and kingdoms and authority. You know, how my sister's gonna get saved is not by, or maybe by the drug dealer getting saved. Maybe. 
I'm not going to speak and not not out because I'd love that person to get saved as well. But the way that my sister is probably going to get saved, and I share, and most of you know this uh, about her situation, is because we're praying and overthrowing rulers and authorities that are not of this world. And we've got to believe. I don't know, that's my circumstance. I'll share it with you. But what's your circumstance? What could you believe for to overthrow principalities and powers? Because there's a faith that's stirring in your heart. You know, fight the good fight of faith. And, you know, there's nothing like a good fight of faith. <laughs> Amen. All you UFC fans out there. There's more, there's, there's a strength that I believe God wants to release into us. To not just go, oh, well, so, so, this is it. How, this, is my, this is how it goes. This is it for me. This is how it's going to happen. No, 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 by faith, by faith. Um, and I love this. Oh, I love this. Um, they shut the mouth of lions. They quenched the flames of fire and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Now, I don't know if there's any, if anyone in this room is a general. Anyone command the New Zealand Army, Air Force, Navy? No one. Okay, so we, we've got no connections there. We can't ask them to do it. But does anyone know uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Because uh, we're, we're fighting against principalities and powers, not flesh and blood, right? And, and it just says they, they shut the mouth of lions. What, well, they didn't shut the mouth of lions. God did. They didn't put out the fire. God did. They didn't make the person with the sword put the sword down. God did. Why? Because they had faith. They believed. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put, the, put whole armies to flight. Do you know you, have, you, you all carry the ability to put armies to flight? Daniel talks about it in the book of Daniel, where as he prays, actually an archangel was released from heaven to go and fight. An archangel. I've only read of three archangels in the Bible. Michael, Gabriel, and Lucifer. And then and Daniel, was, and, and Daniel prayed and he released archangels to go and, uh, and fight in the heavenly realms. Oh, I want to tell you this morning, the way that you believe that you can fly is to release the power of God and you'll start to soar. You'll start to fly. And you, I'm believing for you again today. You may, some of you might see the Red Sea in front of you, but you can believe for, it, for God to do it again. Come, can we believe for God to do it again? Awesome. Well, I've got five points that I want to share this morning. That was the introduction. <laughs> we'll get through them fast. Hallelujah. So I just spent a... The recent few weeks, I've had the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with Pastor Sam, and uh, you know, great minister of the Word of God, great, great apostolic leader of of us as a church. And there's just a phrase, and I'm sure he'll he'll say it over T2 because um, Sam and Kathy are coming down for it. 
Um, by the way, if you miss out on T2, uh, you will miss out. I don't, I'm not trying to manipulate you or anything, but man, last year, it was just so much fun. Presence of God fell, uh, especially on that Saturday morning. We see every, every idea went out the window and praying and believing for one another. Uh, oh, just do what you can to get there. Um, amen. Um, Pastor Sam, he says this, God views waste more harder than failure. Think about that just for a second. God views waste more harder than failure. He's like, you know, if the parable of the talents was more about the third servant uh, wasting what he was given rather than his failure. And, and, and when God gives us something, or God uh, you know, gives you the ability to pray and gives you the ability to believe, let's not just waste that. Because He's also given you the ability to achieve with that, to see a breakthrough with that. And, and I would, I would, I'd hate to get to heaven and, and the Lord just say, oh man, you wasted that opportunity. You wasted that moment. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 to 17 says, Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. I believe it's time to take another opportunity. It's time to go again. We live in one of the easiest countries in the world to live in. All we have to complain about is the petrol prices. Or the electricity prices for some people. But really, we've got it pretty easy. There's a spectrum, and, and I'm, not, I'm definitely not downplaying any hardship, please. But we, we live in a very easy country to live in. And so let's make the most of every opportunity. With that comes a whole lot of different things as well. But come on, let's take every opportunity. Let's not waste a moment. Let's not be relaxed. Let's be purposeful in our relax, relaxation. You can relax with purpose. Yeah. Amen. Um, I, I think, I'm not sure, someone shared this recently, but it is, it is, it's just a great quote. It says, I've, I've not failed, I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. <laughs> Let's just, oh, that's Thomas Edison. Um, Anyone get close to 10,000 times you've tried something? I reckon if I was honest, I'd probably get up to about three. Anyone, <laughs> anyone else, oh, that didn't work. You know, um, there's some areas that I'm still praying for certain circumstances and situations. And so I'm, I'm getting up there. Definitely not close to 10,000 times though. But even how... Where would he created light bulbs? God created light. <laughs> Safe. All the theologians out there. <laughs> ten thousand what? Ten thousand ways. That's a lot of light bulbs. That didn't work. Could, could you just, could you go again? Could you believe again? Could you just say, all right, God, I'm gonna, I don't know what that is. I'm just gonna get my, pick myself up. I'm gonna go again. 
and I'm going to go. See, I truly, truly do not want to be standing up here giving you a motivational message. Like, come on, you can do it. No, no, no. Truly, what I'm truly trying to get, get, get you to a place of that you would maybe open your heart to let the Holy Spirit reveal into your spirit that you can go again, that you could believe again. And that you could trust again, that you could, you could say, all right, God, I don't understand. Just, just like Abraham, I don't understand, but you've got a plan. I'm going to start reasoning with faith rather than reasoning with human understanding. Um, when we apply faith into our world, you can believe again. You, you can dream again. You can go again. You can trust again. If, if, if God's put in your heart, you can fly, then you can fly. Just practice. So how? How do we do this? And this is my five points in three minutes, 41 seconds. It's all right. God's good. He's already done what he wants to do. Um, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. I, I, I'll read through real quick. Um, how are we going to, okay. Verse 28. Um, have you never heard, have you never understood the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all? Okay, five things on how to hold, how to believe again. Number one, never stop boasting in the Lord if you want to keep flying. Never stop boasting in God. It doesn't matter what circumstance, what situation you've been through. Uh, and some people have been through some hard stuff. But if I can tell you, we even sung that song this morning, I will extol the Lord at all times. Come on, if you, if you, if you want to believe again, if you want to fly again, if you want to go again, if you want to trust again, never, never, ever, ever stop boasting in God. Sometimes the devil will try and hold you down from your praise. But Psalm 8 says, uh, you know, teach your children how to pray because it silences the enemy. Tammy brought it up this morning that God is enthroned in the praises of His people. If you want to just stir up your faith and how, and how to build your faith again, never stop boasting in the Lord. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the Creator of all. Um, in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, it says, um, He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of His robe filled the temple with His glory. Old parachute song there right now. Anyone know it? But the train of His robe filled the temple with His glory. There's something to stir your faith. Never, ever stop boasting in God. Just to clear out how amazing He is, how awesome He is. Even though you might not have seen your answers, keep boasting in God. Number two, don't limit the Lord. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of His understanding. Don't limit Him. Don't limit him. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. John 3, chapter 34, verse 34, it says, For he, he is sent by God. This is Jesus. He speaks God's words, for God gives him the Spirit without limit. Come on, if you want to stir your faith again, stir to believe again, don't limit the Lord. Um, next one is... Uh, Draw on His strength. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Come on, I know it gets thrown around a little bit, 
But I, I reckon there's something about Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Amen. I, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. You know, if you're a guy, borrow your wife's lipstick and write it on the mirror in the bathroom. Wake up every morning. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're going to be a man. You're going to stand up. You're going to honour your wife. You're going to honour your children. You're going to honour your workmates. You're going to do this. If you're a wife, pick up your husband's shoe polish. Write it on the mirror. You probably won't because you're probably thinking about how you're going to clean that off. But, but I don't care how you do it, but you've got to remind yourself that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Greater is He that lives in us than He that lives in the world. Ephesians 3.20, God can do abundantly more than we could ever believe at work within us. There's something that we've got to believe in that. You know, Matthew chapter 11, 28. It's a great scripture and, uh, you know, the message version says it beautifully as well. But it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Some people just said, amen. (laughs) Walk with me and work with me. I love that line. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace, and I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Draw on His strength uh, and trust God. This is leading into number four is walk with the Lord. It says in verse 30 here, it says, even yous will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. Just, just remember, just walk with God. Walk with Him. Just walk. Sometimes don't even say anything. Just walk. Just go and just spend time just in His presence. Peter is one day in his courts and a thousand elsewhere. But we live in a world that is busy. I don't know. I don't, um, and this is not to say that I'm busy. I, I just fill up my world. So I've always got time and I always fill up my world with, with people and I'm happy. So please, this is not me saying I'm busy. Uh, but I fill my world up. I know a lot of people who fill their world up. But if you filled your world up with time and space, not just you open up your app to get your streaks right on the YouTube on the U, U version app and you've quickly read the verse of the day and you're like, sweet, tick that box. No, but time to, to, to strengthen yourself in the Lord. Time to walk with Christ. Time to just slow down and, and hear His voice and, and know that you're loved and know that He's still on your side. And even though the, because the, the devil's getting at you, and when the devil's getting at you, I just need to hear the Lord in the back. Even in the front, you hold up the shield of faith. Walk with the Lord. Uh, number five in the music team, if that'd be that'd be awesome if you guys can jump up. Um, verse thirty-one says this: "But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength." 
new strength. Uh, this is something that really lit up to me as a scripture. That those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. I, I love Proverbs chapter 3. You hear it all the time. Whenever I'm preaching, I will find an excuse to put that scripture in somewhere. Uh, why? Well, because I've even got it this morning. But we're not going <laughs> to. But those who trust in the Lord will, will, will find new strength. New strength. I mean, God strengthened me before. He strengthened you before. But so when we, when we trust again, God will give new strength again. We could believe again. We could go again. And, and the new strength is this, and they will soar high on wings like eagle. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. See, this morning, we're going to finish with that song, Leave Me Astounded. We're not finishing with the song, I Can Dream Again. <laughs> right? Because it's not about us dreaming again. Uh, you, you can dream again. But, but what I really felt when I was preparing this message is that the Lord wanted to again lead us to a place where, where there was just a, um, a new strength. Something that maybe you've not even felt before or even, even um, it's, a, it's a new strength. And, and how do we do that? Well, we start just to soar on, on, on wings like eagles. Here's the thing is, your, this Scripture is not about you soaring like wings, like eagles. This Scripture in, in the translation here says, you, you soar high on wings like eagles. In Ezekiel, there's a prophetic vision and it talks about the four faces of, of God. One of the faces is an eagle. If you want to learn how to dream again, if you want to learn how to soar and hold on to promises and to, to believe for the impossible, you just have to soar with God. You got to soar on the wings of eagles. And then the only way that I know how to soar on wings like eagles is, 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 to, is to lift up worship and to lift up praise and to just, just be immersed in the presence of God and just to soar and just to let the Holy Spirit move in our heart and move in our, in our spirit. Because you can dream again. You can trust again. You can go again. You can even take what you were believing for last year and put it into, I believe I can dot, dot, dot this year. Because there's something in this message that said, you know what, I'm not going to reason with human understanding, but I'm going to reason with, with faith understanding, with God understanding. And then it's not that, oh, well, that one didn't happen this year. I've got to come up with something new this year. Maybe I'll come up with something a little bit easier for God. Because that's what happens, isn't it? Because we start reasoning with our human point of view. But what would happen? What, what, what could happen? Abraham and Sarah. It's impossible. Impossible. 
but yet there was a son. There's people in this room, I know, and I'll, I'll be sensitive. There's an impossibility for children. I want to declare over you that nothing is impossible for Christ. Nothing is impossible for the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, we've prayed for different family members this year. And we've seen God do things, but we're still believing for more. Come on, nothing is impossible. So just as we lift up Jesus, come on, Lord, leave us astounded. Lord, leave us amazed. Why don't we stand to our feet? We hope you enjoyed this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipperschurch.com.